With the tax season starting soon, I thought a review of the basics of Form 1040 would be in order. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. So the... 2021 tax season is about to start soon with regard to the tax return for the 2020 tax year. The season is going to start on January 25. That is when electronically filed tax returns can be submitted, but it is February 1st when employers have their deadline to send out W-2 forms and the deadline for other businesses to be sending out their tax forms that they are required to send to taxpayers. So there is usually a little bit of a delay for the tax season, but with those events, tax season will be underway and they will last through April 15. That is the deadline for this year. There is no delay because of a weekend or holiday. And so less than three months will be tax season from start to finish. It is amazing how much stress those three months can cause to people. And presuming that there will be no delays like last year due to the pandemic, Everything will wrap up on April 15 unless someone files an extension or does not file and they have some resulting tax issues because of those choices that they have made. So before long, I will be teaching this semester at Washburn, and I was reviewing in a bit of a crash course with one of the students. And as I did that, I thought this would be a good basic review for the podcast. As I went through the Form 1040 and talked about some of the basics for tax filing that are requirements for people as they go through the tax season. So, yes, getting started that during the year, if people meet certain thresholds, then a business is required to send them a notice, particularly about income they may have earned during the year. So Form W-2 for an employee, Form 1099 miscellaneous, generally for those who are self-employed or independent contractors, So people who work in the gig economy definitely fit into those categories that generally that deadline for the businesses is around the end of January, that the people who receive the tax forms, if they are above certain thresholds for filing, then they often do software to self-prepare or go to an individual or a business to get their taxes prepared, that they submit them, 
and that is generally the process for tax return preparation. But digging into the Form 1040, and certainly there are other forms that have certain rules, but I often deal with individuals. So I am going to go through and look at the Form 1040, generally looking at certain lines on the form and explaining how those interact for an individual to come to their conclusion on whether they would receive a refund or owe taxes for the particular tax year. Now, to begin with, there is the filing status for an individual, and I have gone in depth about the particular nuances of whether you are choosing a certain filing status, but to begin with, the filing status starts with your marital status as of December 31st. So some of the simpler items to decide are whether a person is single, married, widowed, recently, looking at those qualifications and being sure that they qualify. Then with married filing joint or married filing separately, in looking at the context of separating or divorcing a spouse, and as I work in a legal aid environment, I often get referrals regarding domestic violence cases or asking whether their client should file a joint or a separate return being married with their spouse, that a bit of the quick way I would talk through it is saying that filing a joint return often gets you better financial treatment. That may lead to a larger refund, but there is joint and several liability for a joint return. So if there are reasons that a person cannot cooperate with their spouse or does not trust their spouse, then that may be a reason to file a separate return. So I have gone over this in depth more with the innocent spouse focus on, on past episodes, but generally there are thresholds for and rules for filing the different filing statuses that head of household is one of the choices. I equate it to being a single parent for filing head of household, that generally a person has to be unmarried with a dependent child, but for a married person who has been apart from their spouse for at least the last six months of the year, then they could potentially be considered unmarried in order to file as head of household. And that is a situation that I use the example of separated spouses who have not gotten divorced, but they are living apart from each other, that that is a prime example of what it was designed for. So at this point, a person has chosen their filing status, they enter their personal information, and then there are decisions about dependents that are applied next. So looking whether a person can choose them as a dependent, 
and then going into who they can claim as a dependent, that these are all certainly nuanced choices. Part of it with claiming a dependent is whether there is a qualifying child or a qualifying relative. I went over this in its own separate episode. And based off those choices, there are tests in certain parts for either piece, a qualifying child or a qualifying relative in determining whether you can claim that person as a dependent. So once again, I am going quickly over these, but these all have several parts that have their own nuances that you would certainly want to read the instructions if you are not familiar with these areas and they are worth discussing with a tax preparer because in some instances, choosing incorrectly may lead to an examination by the IRS. So it is certainly worth being informed in which choice you are making. Next, there are several boxes on the tax form that I am looking at the first nine, and we are talking about income reported on the Form 1040, that these would be Form W-2 on line one, that there are all sorts of income that might be reported from interest received on bank accounts, from gains on stock sales, and there are all kinds of areas where there could be income reported. I had learned in taking a taxation of estates and trusts course that over time, in looking at various tax cases, I learned that often to default to thinking of income as being taxable when being examined by the IRS until I could find a specific provision in the Internal Revenue Code that showed that it was not. So when questioning whether there is some kind of income that may be taxable, then there are often ways that the IRS has found that it should be. Some of what I'm thinking of would include barter income or cancellation of debt income that some people might think, oh, there was not money exchanging hands in this kind of situation so they might not even think to report it on the tax form, but these are categories that have been selected by the IRS as being taxable income, so they are worth looking at to decide how much is taxable income, how did I receive something that should be reported on my tax forms. So if there is a question, I would lean to more likely than not, it is likely taxable income and seeing if there is an exception. But if you are questioning it, my guess it is probably taxable income on the tax form. Now, one thing I wanted to go over with regard to, okay, so lines one through nine are totaling up the income. Then on line 10, and bringing in from Schedule 1, there are adjustment, adjustments to income. 
So these are some deductions such as student loan interest deduction, self-employment tax, or educator expenses. And for 2020, these include charitable contributions for those who take both the standard or itemized deductions. I believe it is a maximum of $300 on the standard deduction. But after those adjustments, then you have your adjusted gross income. This is a number that is often used to determine different government benefits. So it is a handy number to be able to find. Then next, there is the standard or itemized deduction on line 12 that there have been increasing amounts for the standard deduction and there have been more limits on itemized deductions. So it seems to me that there is likely more use of standard deductions and perhaps the itemized deductions may be coming into less favor, but with those, and then there is a qualified business income deduction, you combine those and those will greatly reduce the adjusted gross income. And then you find taxable income, which will lead to tax on the next page. So since we are coming to the end of page one of form 1040, I think this is a good place to pause and I will take up the rest of the form likely in the next episode and we will continue going through form 1040 in determining where how this applies to people during the tax season and as I go through the second page I will give a little bit of guidance with the with doing tax controversy and resolution work and this may give you a little bit of tax planning in the future on how to handle things better on income and taxes during the year but overall i hope this has provided some education and i look forward to continuing through form 1040 with you on a later episode Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.